Happy free agency Friday, Laker fam. Wow, has it been a crazy day. There have been so many crazy things happening. Some really shocking news that we've got to get into. Dad, the Lakers have managed to sign a few really good players. They got Wesley Matthews. They, of course, got Dennis Schroeder a couple days ago. We already know. And the big shocking free agency pickup for them is Montrez Harrell, the former sixth man of the year. We stole him from the Clippers. Dad, I know you came out screaming when you found out. How are you feeling about the Lakers' free agency signing so far? Hannah, I'm absolutely shocked. Um, You know, we knew about Schroeder, great signing. You know, we knew uh, the rumors were strong about Wesley Matthews, but no one, no one thought that Montrez Harrell was going to come to the Lakers. Uh, We're talking about the sixth man of the year. He averaged 19 points, over seven rebounds a game. You know, again, he brings toughness, the ability to defend guys like Kawhi Leonard. Uh, Just a stunning, stunning shocker. No one thought that was going to happen. You know what I have to say? I mean, man, it's good to have LeBron James on your team, and it's really good to have Rich Paul in your corner. Yeah, again, um, Montrez is a uh, clutch sports uh, client. And, you know, right now, obviously, the relationship between LeBron and Rich Paul and uh, everybody else at Clutch Sports is so close, it it just seems that the Lakers are the beneficiaries. You know, whoever Clutch Sports has that the Lakers want, uh, it seems like we can get. So, again, Montrez Harrell... 26 years old, uh, sixth man of the year, a crippling loss up front for the Clippers. I mean, he was, you know, other than Zubats, you know, uh, they have nobody else up front on the Clippers. So just just a devastating loss for the Clippers and a just a, an astounding shock for the Laker fans. Yeah, the Clippers are definitely panicking. They just gave Marcus Morris a four-year, $64 million deal. And listen, Marcus Morris is a good player, but I mean, that's definitely overpaying for him. But moving on, because I don't want to talk about the Clippers. I want to talk about the Lakers, and I'm really happy with these signings. You know, we've got younger guys, like guys that we can pair with AD for the future, like Dennis, like Montrez Harrell, good shooters, and all three of our guys, and Wes Matthews as well. So the Lakers right now are looking like they're a better team than they were this last season, and they're coming off of just winning the NBA championship. You know, Hannah, I hate to tell you, but there's still moves to come. You know, there's no question about it. We're going to pick up a big uh, right now, hopefully one that can stretch the floor. You know, we all know that Dwight Howard, something really weird, dramatic happened today. He tweeted he was coming back to the Lakers, and the next thing we know, he deleted that tweet and ended up signing with the 76ers. Yeah, I, I want to talk to you actually about that because that was really, really weird. I mean, We heard that Dwight was going to be exploring his options. And then Dwight Howard tweets out, you know, something along the lines of like, I'm back, you know, Laker fam's the best fan base in the world. Something along those lines. Definitely not the exact thing he tweeted. But he tweeted something saying he was coming back to the Lakers. And then everyone got all excited. I retweeted it. I said Superman is back. And then within minutes, he deleted the tweet. And it was said that he was going to the 76ers. I mean, that was another big shock of the night. Yeah, hard to figure that out, Hannah. I I mean... I, I, did the Lakers really want him back? Maybe they didn't want him back. He signed for the veterans minimum, you know, with uh, with Philadelphia. So, I mean, why would he leave the Lakers if they wanted him back? It, it's just weird. But, you know, again, uh, Dwight is in the last stages of his career. I would have been happy to get him back. But, um, you know, I'm, I'm really happy where we are. But, you know, let's focus on what's still to come. There's still some gaps you know, people were focusing maybe on Marcus Saul as a stretch five, you know, great champion, great player, take up a few minutes here and there, be great. And then, of course, we got to get a couple shooters. There's no question about that. And there are some rumors out there about 
uh, who we might get. Yeah, talking a little bit about the center position for us, because obviously we've got to get a guy. We'd love to be able to get a stretch five like, um, you know, Marcus Saul. But people are also saying maybe the Lakers are going to give DeMarcus Cousins another shot and bring him back, especially with Dwight Howard leaving. Because, you know, obviously I agree with you. I think if the Lakers, like you said, you know, Dwight Howard had said earlier in the week that, he wanted to come back with the Lakers, but he also wanted to get paid. So for him to leave the Lakers and not even get paid, that just means that the Lakers didn't want him, um, which I liked Dwight Howard last season. I know a lot of Laker fam is sad. They're tweeting me that they, they're sad the Lakers didn't sign him. But I just think that this means that they know they have a better option out there, a more realistic option. So I don't know if this means that maybe Marcus Saul's on his way, DeMarcus Cousins. Do you have a preference between those two? You know, Hannah, the reality is, again, the Lakers won the title, and that's great. But JaVale McGee and Dwight Howard, just as a duo, just doesn't do it because they do the same thing. They need somebody who can step out and knock down a shot. Marcus Saul and DeMarcus Cousins, if Cousins is healthy, can both do that. You know, they'd be a good complement to what we have. You know, here's kind of the theme that I, I'm noticing that the Lakers are kind of going with. And maybe this is, now of course, the second I say this, they're going to sign Marcus All. But I'm thinking maybe the Lakers are leaning more towards Marcus Cousins right now, only because the Lakers are kind of putting together this really tough team. You know, we've got Montrezl Harrell, who's a really tough guy. Dennis Schroeder is a really tough guy. You know, the Lakers right now, and I know Rob Palenka even said it, you know, they're looking to get some really tough guys. And DeMarcus Cousins, Marcus is obviously a really great player, is a great stretch five, but DeMarcus Cousins kind of has that crazy factor to him that would really kind of just help us out a little bit. Yeah, you're right, Hannah. But again, with DeMarcus Cousins, he hasn't played in two years. And the reports last week were that it doesn't look like he's going to be ready for the start of the season. So, I, you know, I just don't know. I, I just know I'm, I have confidence in Palenka. He's got something up his sleeve. Now, Hannah, let's talk about shooters for a couple of minutes here. There are a couple of rumors out there um, that the Sacramento Kings, um, you know, the Bogdan Bogdanovich thing fell apart with the Milwaukee Bucks. What a disaster there. Uh, he's back on the market as a restricted free agent. And uh, the Lakers are rumored to have interest in him and Buddy Heald, um, who is a sharpshooter for the Sacramento Kings as well. He's fallen out of favor. He, he, he doesn't get along with them, and clearly they'd like to get out from under him, although he's got a big contract. But, you know, um, if the Lakers could get either one of them, it would probably be with a sign and trade, you know. And, uh, you know, I think Sacramento probably wants Kuzma because I think Luke Walton would like to play have Kuzma. And they're going to have to have another salary to, to match. And I'm thinking it's not crazy that it could be KCP. I mean, I think the Lakers are going to sign KCP to a crazy contract. Um, but if, uh, you know, that might make it a tradable deal, you know, for one of these bigger deals for the, one of those Kings guys. And, uh, you know, again, they'll have Wesley Matthews and they may get Avery Bradley back. Um, you know, they still have Caruso and, and uh, you know, so we'll see what happens. I, I just think... They got to get a big time shooter, and I think they're going to do something to get one. Yeah, I actually wanted to talk to you a little bit about that because we're obviously hearing rumors about Buddy Heald and stuff. He's a guy that I think would be a really great fit with this team, but kind of talking a little bit about KCP when you're talking about kind of a sign and trade, I don't know because obviously that would have to be approved by KCP because he's not going to sign with them and then shockingly get traded so I just KCP is that a beneficial spot for him or do you think he just doesn't care because he would be getting crazily you know overpaid without like 16 million well, I think that's what's going to happen I think to make it happen the Lakers have to pay him crazy money 
I mean, just crazy money, maybe even give him, you know, three or four years. <clears throat> and if he's, if it's big enough, maybe he'd be willing to do it. Look, I'm just speculating here. I just know the Lakers need a, a couple of wing players who can knock down those shots. That That's the one, that and the, and the stretch five are the thing they've got left. They got to do it. And I, I really believe there's plenty of open roster spots still on the, to go here. I, I really think Rob's got something going. Yeah. And I mean, like I said, you know, Laker fam, as we're recording this right now, this is what's happening. You know, the Lakers have only signed Montrezl Harrell, Wesley Matthews, and Dennis Schroeder. But obviously, this, I feel like the second I post this, they're going to make an announcement. And this whole podcast isn't going to even really make sense anymore. But things are just happening so quick today, as we figured they would, of course. But I do want to talk to you, Dad, a little bit about Avery Bradley. Because he's another guy who I really, really... He was actually my favorite player last season. You know, I... Last season before the bubble, obviously he didn't enter the bubble, but he was a guy that I thought was really a key player for us on both ends of the floor. And when he opted out of his contract, there were a lot of rumors that he was going to be going to Golden State. Um, I even heard the 76ers. There were a ton of teams that are interested in him. But then today, apparently he said, you know, he would like to come back to the Lakers. He just wanted to get a lot more of a long-term deal. So do you think the Lakers are going to be willing to give Avery Bradley that long-term deal? Well, I think he wants two years. Um, look, let's let's not forget last season entirely uh, and, and what happened in the playoffs. Let's put that aside. Avery Bradley was the Lakers' best guard. He was the best guard on the team last year on both ends of the court. He was an elite defender, and there were many nights where he he hit a lot of shots. So you know, getting Avery Bradley back, again, he's a guy who gets hurt, you know, you can't count on him for an entire season, but but he's a very good player, and if the Lakers could get him back, you know, um, I, I think it would really be a good thing for them, uh, so I, I'd like to see them try. I don't think asking for two years, again, assu- assuming it's not crazy money, uh, is unreasonable, and uh, you know, again, I just think the dynamic between him and KCP, remember, Wesley Matthews, is probably slated to be the starting shooting guard replacing Danny Green, not KCP. KCP probably wouldn't start on this team right now. So you're going to pay a guy $16 million to come off the bench? I I don't know. I just have a gut feeling there's some moves to be made here, and I'm not quite sure how the smoke's going to clear in the end. But again, I I really have confidence in Rob Palenka. I really do. I think he's going to pull off something great, and we're just going to have to wait another 24 to 48 hours to see what it is. Yeah, and Rob Palenko, we trust. So before I, I end the show today, I do just want to talk to you really quickly about some kind of big news that came out today. And that was that apparently Anthony Davis is not going to be signing his contract until around Thanksgiving, maybe even after that. Now, a lot of Laker fans started freaking out, panicking, but... Even Woj said, you know, AD's definitely resigning with the Lakers. He is just right now narrowing down what kind of a deal he wants. If he wants a two-year deal, a three-year deal. And then, like we were discussing, you know, earlier, Dad, I think he's also kind of letting the Lakers sign some other players and then kind of seeing what they have in order to kind of come up with the contract for him. I agree completely, Hannah. I, I don't see anything negative in this. People are trying to make more out of it than it's worth. I think he wants to let the dust clear. I think he wants the team to have the time and focus to to work on building the roster rather than worrying about him at the moment. You know, at the end of the day, he's going to get whatever contract he wants. If he wants, you know, one year plus an option, if he wants two years plus an option, if he wants three years plus an option, he's he's going to get whatever he wants and he's going to get the money he wants. So I I think right now, you know, Rob Plink has got to be spending, you know, 24-7 
working on the roster, and I think Anthony Davis probably just wants to let him focus on that, build the best team he can, and then again, whatever AD wants at the end, AD's going to get. Yeah, that's what I think too, and you know guys, I'm getting so excited because that Montrez Harrell signing, I mean, that just completely came out of nowhere. No one expected it. Pat Beverly's pissed, but I'm sure as heck pretty darn happy about it. We now have the sixth man of the year and the runner-up to the sixth man of the year. I don't think any team has ever done that before. That's, you know, spectacular. You're talking about between Schroeder and Harrell, that's that's almost 40 points a game off the bench last season. That's, you know, obviously that was such a weakness for the Lakers last year. If they can just put together one more shooter to come off the bench, man, they're going to be in great shape. Yeah, I mean, the Lakers have, great, have greatly improved from last season's team, like I said, and they won the freaking NBA championship. So it's pretty exciting. Great stuff is happening. I am so excited. I don't think I'm going to sleep tonight. I'm just going to have to keep checking my phone to see if anything happens. But Laker fam, that's going to be it for today's show. Just kind of rounding out the Lakers free agency signings. Again, some really shocking developments, some really exciting developments. And it's just good to be a Laker fan. Until next time, Laker Han and Laker Dad are out. Thank you, everyone.